Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to another Crypto Maniacs podcast. This is uh, episode three-ish. I think that's what, is that what we're doing, Taskmaster? We're just going to put the ish at the end of everything, right? Sure. Sure. Dare to be different. <laughs> so, um, as you guys may or may not know, we are, uh, we're, we're streaming every single Tuesday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern. We're on Vim.tv, which is on the Hive blockchain, of course, also on Periscope. Uh, it's funny because Periscope was supposed to be killed, but Twitter hasn't killed it yet. So we're still on Periscope, Twitter, uh, also on Facebook. And uh, yeah, we will be, uh, the recording will be uploaded to uh, Anchor as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and a whole bunch of stuff. So big shout out to everybody who has been listening to the replays. You can come live if you want, but you can always listen to the replays forever and ever and ever so uh taskmaster how are you doing sir how has your week been so far uh well considering it's tuesday i kept the fuck-ups to a minimum but it's only tuesday <laughs> give me more time so we gotta wait until at least thursday right Before oh by thursday i can like totally screw things up i mean it's perfect yeah. So uh, what's been on your radar, man? I mean, obviously there's there's huge news. I'll throw it out there, I guess. I mean, the whole uh, adoption thing is, I, this is, I was actually mentioning this in my live stream last night. Like if people are still on the sidelines saying, I don't know if there's uh, gonna be adoption for crypto. I mean, just take a look. The past 48 hours, you've had Visa make this massive announcement where they're, they're basically in bed with the Ethereum blockchain, USDC to be specific. And then this morning, uh, my favorite company in the world, PayPal, and anybody that knows my history knows how much I love PayPal. They're just my, my number one. Um, they actually, now you can buy and sell products with a whole bunch of crypto that they offer for, for sale. Their custodial wallets or whatever they got there. You can't sell anything, but you, you can sell products now and accept Ethereum and Bitcoin and I think Litecoin. Uh, with PayPal. So what do you say to the distractors that are still sitting there saying, I don't know if this is going to be adopted? <laughs> are you a freaking idiot? Um, no, it, it's the skepticism is natural because people don't and not to have foresight. And, you know, where things are going in, in terms of down the road, uh, to think that even the entities you mentioned are going to be part of the equation, I think, is is misguided. They're, they're a phase in a longer-term process. But when you start talking about this spatial internet, you start talking about the metaverse, you start talking about uh, 3D internet, things of that nature, virtual reality, virtual worlds, um, that takes on a totally different connotation. We're moving away from a physical realm. Um, not that we're going to eliminate that, obviously, because we live in that. But, I mean, just look at shopping. Shopping has gone from physical stores to a percentage of it 
about 25% of retail sales are online on a flat screen. Well, when you get to the virtual world, when you get to a holographic world where you can have the physical store as a hologram and your avatar walking up and down the aisles and you can shop and there'll be, you know, pop-up ads and things of that nature uh, that, you know, if you're looking for catch-up, you'll see what specials are on catch-up or whatever. And of course, who knows how it'll be delivered. They're still trying to work out the, the, the last mile. So that may be delivered by a drone or robot or who knows what. But the key is our monetary system was designed in a physical world. Cryptocurrency was not designed in the physical realm. Cryptocurrency was designed in the digital realm, on a digital platform, which is going to lead into the virtual slash metaverse type world. So this stuff, if you step back far enough and you look at the really big picture, there is no doubt that cryptocurrency is going to be a major part of it because we are seeing the greatest digital transformation that we could ever imagine. And of course, crypto being the, the monetary unit, and it's not only crypto, it's just digital assets altogether. It's like people say NFTs are going to be nothing. No, NFTs are going to be very important. It, it Yes, the mania is a little crazy, mm-hmm. but NFTs are changing the scope of ownership. NFTs have the ability to provide ownership in the virtual world. So there's going to be a lot of innovation that comes out of NFTs, a lot of innovation with crypto. So digital assets are going to be a part of our lives going forward. And and you have the choice of either getting in now or getting in later. Um, Most people, unfortunately, are going to choose later. Uh, so to think that this is just a passing fad, in my opinion, is is far fetched because this is where everything's going. Right. I mean, that's like saying, "Well, we're going to stop shopping online. We're going to go back to physical stores." It ain't going to happen, especially with the pandemics and everything going on, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of things going on that you look at and you see blockchain and crypto and uh then you start getting into virtual reality and augmented reality we start to get into quantum computing i mean basically people ask me what's life going to look like down the road and i I say okay through this decade you look at blockchain slash crypto you look at vr you look at ai and you look at quantum each of those technologies is probably going to keep advancing on their own through this decade But in the 2030s, just like we go back to the 1980s, 1990s, and we had a situation where personal computing, the internet, and mobile went on its own. And each of those areas advanced till Steve Jobs, 2007, he converged them, and we had the the smartphone. Right. 2030s, you're going to get the convergence where you're going to see virtual reality running on blockchain powered by quantum computing with AI all through. That's where we're probably going to be in about 15 years. So to think that crypto, digital assets, all this stuff is not part of it and that we're just going to be going back to business as usual with 
oh, well, you know, swipe your visa card through the machine or put in your visa number on a, a, a flat screened website. Uh, it's just not going to happen. It, it's just that that's I mean, just like people aren't going to go back to the time where, you know, we sat down once a month and we wrote out 10, 12 checks and paid all our bills in one night and mailed it, put the check in an envelope, put a stamp on it and mailed it. You know, those days are gone. And at some point, we're going to see the days of using Visa and PayPal. I mean, PayPal may stick around because they're a digital platform, too. So uh, but again, they're a rent seeker. So, you know, they're doing what you mentioned just because they're getting their fees. I mean, make no mistake about it. Right. They're all about the money. They're not about the movement. Uh, so, you know, at what point do we ne not need visa if we have wallets that can do auto automatic swaps? And, you know, basically, if you're looking for uh, I want your product that you're selling mm -hmm. and you're looking for Litecoin, I don't have any Litecoin, but I got CTP. Well, my wallet will figure out the difference and say, OK, swap it and, you know, it'll go out and find somebody with uh, Litecoin and buy it and swap it and then send you the Litecoin. And, right, and deliver right. them the CTP. Uh, once we get to that point, why do you need a PayPal or a Visa? I mean, it, isn't that just an entity as a merchant to verify who I am because you don't know who I am when I walk into your shop or come onto your website? They're right. just saying, Visa or PayPal saying, John, it's okay to take to, to give him the product because his money's good. That's all they do. And for that, they heat you up at half a percent to 3% or whatever it is, um, you know, that's not needed with crypto. So, but again, it's, it's part of that hybrid phase we go through. They're big names. They're starting to stir up articles, interest, so it can only help. So comment in, uh, in chat right here, uh, Mike just said, there's plenty of crypto wallets that are getting their own credit cards now. Um, you're, I'm seeing this a lot now. For, for us here in Canada, we were not able to get uh, any type of debit card, credit card for forever. Um, you know, you heard about the YRX cards in Europe, you heard about all this stuff. And then uh, you guys even in, in America can use Coinbase and dump your, your crypto and put it into a bank account. Like we've never been able to do that in Canada, except crypto.com uh, actually has that now. So for the first time ever up, up, up in the great white north here can actually get a debit card and link our crypto to it. Uh, do you see that? Uh, like, the, it's kind of like a, a segue into a question I wanted to ask you. Like, all of these people that are still on the fence, like, this is obviously a big thing getting these debit cards and stuff that have the, you know, the, the companies that have the debit cards. But what is the last straw? Like, is, do you think it's Amazon saying, okay, we accept crypto? Like, do you think that's the last hurdle? Or what else do you think there is before? Oh, we're I, all I, using I, this stuff? Ease of use. I mean, I, I don't think we're close to mass adoption because this stuff is still too complicated. Right. It's, it's still too difficult to use. And I think what you're seeing is these big companies, because they have the resources, they are creating some of the tools. Like you said, everybody knows how to use a debit card. Right. So if you know how to swipe your debit card and have it come out of your, your bank account that takes your Canadian dollar, um, well, now you have a debit card that swipes and takes your Litecoin out, whatever. Right. Uh, 
so people understand that that's something easy, easy people can use. There's no keys. They just have their pen. They swipe the card. They put the card online, right. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And that's where those entities are filling in because honestly, we, we in our industry, uh, hive pay aside right over your right shoulder there, hive pay, um, you know, that that's an application that should be going viral because it allows for people to easily accept crypto payments and for people to make crypto payments. Um, we don't need, have near enough of that. And, you know, when you start to get into the point of people uh, saying that, oh, how do I deal with my keys? I mean, we've talked about this, you know, get them logged on in social media right, and right. they get confused by their keys and they, you know, at least Hive, we can, you can name your wallet address, but you get on Ethereum or you get Zero on- X, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, or, or Bitcoin, you get a 64 digit uh, account, mm. um, you know, and then you got this other 32 digit number and, you know, if you lose that, you're, you're done. It's just very complex for people. So um, Amazon or somebody like that, that might kill the FUD. If you had a, an Apple, an Amazon, not even accepting payment, but if they, they did what Tesla did right, and bought right. Bitcoin, um, you might get then that a really serious blowback against the FUD. Because let's be honest, Amazon is is not... You know, they're, they're a household name, but they're not one of the top companies. When you get Apple, when you get Amazon, when you get Google, mm -hmm. uh, when you get um, insurance companies, you get pension funds, things of that nature. When they start piling into it, then I think you're at a critical mass, uh, at least from the financial perspective, where the big money realizes what's taking place. From the user standpoint, uh, I just have to go by the internet and users tend to be very slow. I mean, it's, it has to be simplified and dumbed down. So I guess the roundabout answer is when project blank is released, then we'll hit critical mass. Dude, I, I love it. watching this, you lazy son of a bitch. <laughs> See, I love the way we're saying we're, we're going right into what I, what, what I wanted to talk about. Obviously, um, you know, this is cryptomaniac, so we're going to try to be broad, but let's be brutally honest. We are raving fanboys of uh, the high blockchain and uh, also Leo Finance and everything that's going on there. So let's talk about that now. Um, before, because like if you, you were talking about use, of, it's so funny. We're talking about how we need to be, uh, it needs to be easier use in this. And now we're about to talk about DeFi and Cub Finance. Um, hey, that being said, I have to give it, I, I actually figured out yesterday how to withdraw from my liquidity pool and put it into another farm. So I figured it out. If I can figure it out, anyone can. But um, wow, uh, how, how have you been taking all this stuff happening with Cub Finance right now? Uh, it's, I think it's, you know, obviously it's a fork of I don't know which one, goose or, or uh, one of them. Um, and the, plat the the site itself, the platform itself, I don't think is very difficult to use. Uh, I think where a lot of people at least initially had a lot of the, the trouble is when you start to deal with a, a, 
your MetaMask wallet, when you start to deal with how do I go from Ethereum to BSC, right. um, because those are not very intuitive and, and it's very difficult. And I think most people, once they have BNB in their in their hands um, and their MetaMask wallet was tied to Cub Finance, I, I think they did okay. Right. Um, and I think they were able to navigate through. And if you ask some questions, people can answer them. I mean, that's, but when you get into all these different wallets and I just use MetaMask, that's only one of them. There's, you know, six or seven others that I think you can tie in. Uh, so I think that was really where the problem is. Mm -hmm. uh, Cub Finance, I think is going to be a very viable entity going forward. Uh, I think when you start to look at all that they're planning, Leo Bridge, uh, now they're bringing out this vault system, which I'm a little unclear about. I thought it, it was a, a Cub Bitcoin, basically, uh, pool that tied into, you know, another, you know, liquidity pool, but, right. um, you know, to farm that. So I, I'm not quite sure sure all, all that is and how that takes place. And then, of course, how the hell do you get your Bitcoin on a BSC or get Bitcoin on BSC? I wouldn't even begin to venture how to do that. But it's one of those that I think you're looking at Cub Finance, looking at building and branding. And DeFi, I've been putting a lot of stuff just in the Cub Den, you know, that I earned and, right. and just yeah. earning more Cub. Um, but, you know, I looked and, and the, the yearly APR is 180%. Now, obviously, over time, that'll go down or my portion will go down as more people get on, on more total value is locked up. Right. But 180%, I mean, okay, it's not 4,000%, but 180% is nothing to to. to to snicker at i mean that's a hell of a hell of a return i mean you, you don't have to wait too many years before all of a sudden you have a little bit of money yeah. uh, especially considering the fact that the price of the token can skyrocket too so you get that that double bang um so i think it's really worthwhile learning DeFi because from what i can see cub finance is just going to keep rolling out more and more stuff and i've said this i think before on this podcast that I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in time they add synthetic assets so that, you know, you're trading in Apple, you're trading in Tesla, you're trading in, you know, you're not trading in the stock itself, you're trading in derivatives or synthetic assets. But, you know, if there's enough people involved, it will mirror or somewhat reflect the price movements uh, on the uh, exchanges. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, how would you like to be able to seamlessly earn whatever tokens you do on Hive, swap it over to Leo, make it be Leo, and then go buy, uh, Apple you know, Apple. Some, some Apple stock or, or mm -hmm. get exposure to Apple, I should say, at least. You That's won't have good. the stock itself. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's, you know, and, and we know they're going to mirror Compound. They're going to mirror some of those others. So uh, anybody who's researched collateralizing or using your tokens as collateral to take out a loan, especially if there's projects that you can get in at, you know, 180, 200%. And even if the loan costs you 35%, you're still way ahead of the game. Yeah. It's crazy to think. And I just, I just want to shout everybody out because we got a whole bunch of people watching on multiple platforms, um, Facebook and Vim, as well as uh, Periscope. So th this, this podcast is a little bit different 
than you might be used to. We are encouraging user participation. So everybody on Vim, everybody on Facebook, on Twitter, if you have any questions that you want to hit us up with, uh, or, or you want to rant about something even, uh, drop, drop it in there. Uh, let us know so we can really feed off of you and see what you guys want to discuss on these podcasts. That's why we really want to do it a little bit different. It's not just going to be me and Taskmaster talking back and forth about what we want to talk about. We'll do that. Trust me, we can do that. No problem. But we really want you guys uh, to, to give us some feedback and questions and, and really take part in the discussion. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about before um, uh, before I, I go too far away from Leo, uh, I made a post last week where I was talking about Project Blank. And um, I don't know, I, I'm sure you had a chance to read it because you, you commented on it. But um, the, the what I saw from taking one post, it was actually a post promoting this podcast. And I put it on four different platforms. So I put it on Facebook, I put it on Twitter, I put it on NoiseCash, and I put it on Torum. So we had two crypto-based platforms, uh, social media platforms, and two traditional. And the short-form micro-blogging content ones got... So Twitter did great. NoiseCash blew all, all the other three out of the, out of the water because, again... It's micro content, it's micro blogging, it's this, uh, you know, really easy to get into uh, and create content and engage with people. When Project Blank, sir, when is this coming? Uh, do, you, do you have any inside information or uh, are we just, just, he's shaking his head. <laughs> he's shrugging his shoulders. I, I, honestly, I, I don't have even a guess. Um... I mean, it's hopefully in April, but maybe May. I, I don't have any any idea, any knowledge. Um, I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of there's no word for weeks out of the 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 project team or out of the main account about it. Uh, in fact, there's no comments or, or posts lately about anything other than Cub Finance, and I understand they're trying to get that one going, but most of the user base is from what I can see more interested in project blank than cup finance. Uh, project blank is in my view, more of a killer app than cup finance. I mean, cup finance can do wonderful over time, but project blank could be a game changer. Right. But if, you know, I don't know if there's technical difficulties. I mean, they're trying to rework basically how data is, is brought in and then fed and then it has to be changed around and fed to the blockchain because the blockchain only takes obviously data in, in the form it does. Um, and so I, I don't know the technical difficulties. They may be having a lot of issues with that. There may be a lot of bugs in what they created. Uh, I don't know. Um, so it's something we're all looking forward to. We're all pulling our hair out. I pulled all mine out. So you're, close to it's close pulling to the rest you're getting close too so you'll be starting to pluck your beard um uh, next so i i don't know it, it's i wish there was some more clarity on that i think it's a mistake not to provide clarity i understand that development times are always subject to change and and you can't hold anybody to them because it it's just that's not how that world works right. i would prefer they delay it 
than just throw something out there and it'd be full of bugs and it can't handle traffic and it crashes and all that other crap. So uh, obviously if they threw it on a test net and you know, it didn't even get started on the test net, you have major issues. Uh, and I don't know if that happened or, or didn't happen. I'm just speculating here. So right. I wish there was a little more um, information coming out at, about it saying, this is where we got to, this is the problems we've encountered. This is what we're doing to overcome them. This is the direction we're going. This is our new ETA. Don't hold us to it. We're going to do our best to be there, but you know it's not written in in stone here because this is development, and we're going to have to test it. And you know we may we may finish the coding, throw it on a test net, and it just blows up in our face. I mean that's just what happens. So, mm. um, you know, but I, I I don't have any more info than than you or anybody else and. I haven't heard or, or seen anything written about it other than just those of us out there trying to speculate on stuff. Right. Dude, it was, it was, it was crazy for me to see these numbers um, over that, that little 24 hour span. Um, the microblogging content just, it's what people talk. It's, it's how they engage. Um, it's, it's amazing to see how. What, what really blew my mind was a couple weeks ago, when you told me that, and I forget the exact number, but Noise Cash had 50 or 70,000 accounts on it. Yeah. When I heard that, it, it's just, and that's been what, two months, three months, maybe, if that. Um, when I heard that, it, it, I mean, that just validated what I've been saying is uh, you get Project Blank out there, you get it live, the numbers will go up instantly. Yeah. on hive it will go through the roof everybody who's on hive twitter will be using it and it will be the conversation of everybody on hive twitter for you know weeks right. um and it will be put out there and you know leo finance like it being overrun with cub finance posts it'll probably be overrun with uh project blank post and we could grab them and start to blanking them out or you know yeah. throwing them on twitter and uh, see what type of attention it can get. So I, I think, it, and then of course on noise cache, you can throw throw them all up on noise cache and do the same thing. So uh, I think it's just something that's going to put Hive, put Leo Finance, put all of us in a much different position and your numbers, your little experiment there, your, your antidote, if you will. Um, to me, it doesn't sound that it doesn't sound like it's aberration. It, it, that's probably, if you if you ran that same test 100 times, you probably get the same result, at least 99, if not 100 times out of 100. Uh, this is updated stats. Um, IRCRP and Vim said there's 17,000 unique accounts getting tipped every single day at Noise Cash. That's Just more than Hive. That just to give you an idea of uh, of how that's going, and um, uh, dude, I, I'm I'm gonna destroy your name on on Twitter here, uh, Ram Ramessa. Apologies, sir. Uh, yeah, he says I agree. Microblogging will acquire more users because it's easy to comment and share links. Um, long posts are good, but it requires time and effort. Look at me at Noise Cash and on Leo Finance. Yeah, it's it's just 
to me, it's just, it's, it's a much more human way. Like for if it's a long, long form content or a video or something like for, a big shout out to, for you guys doing the crypto salad thing with block trades, that was like the most fun I had watching a video. And it was really cool. Cause block trades actually spoke English instead of tech talk, which was great. I understood it. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 there, there's a few guys I've met in my life who are seriously advanced uh, geeks in the, in the development world but they have an amazing talent to, to bring it down to, right. to the average level. And, and block trades is one of them. He, he, he certainly didn't uh, talk over anybody's head. And I, I was very impressed by what he had to say. What, what did you think of the content that not that not only that, what he talked down about, and I'd like to hear what the rest of the, the audience, if they, if they watch it, what did you think about what block trade said the, his vision where things are going what what he he went through all of that stuff well for me just just the history of how you know how it started they, they both went like him and dan went to the same school and stuff yeah um, i didn't know that either and they were like living like two minutes apart from each other like that's that's hilarious like that's yeah, i didn't know that either yeah right? that totally like, <laughs> so just the history and the, the 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 history of how this blockchain came to be uh, you can you, you can see a Hollywood movie someday coming out of this because it was it was quite interesting how everything came together how like the 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 BitShares stuff kind of developed and then Steam and they were still working on BitShares but they were kind of helping Steam get started and vice versa and it was it was crazy man like a lot like that's like that's that's cryptocurrency lore let's say um. <laughs> yeah what what I didn't realize is that Dan of Block Trades wasn't directly involved although he let them use it at their basement um but you know his company was contracted i i was under the belief i knew he had some involvement in bit shares um but i thought it was more of a a official involvement and then an official involvement in in steam right. um, but as it turns out it was just you know they paid him for certain things and uh his companies and his people provided those things uh, and then it was, you know, obviously he got involved with block trades as the exchange on, on Steam and, you know, got involved with doing certain things, but was, was not really a part of that, that core team right. uh, till he decided, you know what, uh, I don't have any hope for Sonny Boy, so I'm, uh, I'm going to say fork this buddy boy work this sunny boy um there's actually a few questions i'm, I'm gonna just because i wanted to talk about this before i dive into some of these questions from the audience because they're pretty interesting too uh, but that kind of uh, it segues into what was over the past let's say less than a week now um the price of hive man i mean we hit all-time high on the weekend um we're hovering around 76 cents or something last i checked i don't know it might be higher might be lower but what's going on man and 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 can we just say i told you so yet or we we still got to be humble i would be humble <laughs> okay i would be humble um this was a korean pump right. uh all the volume came out of korea uh, from what I understand, the Koreans have a very walled off system. Don't ask me why. I just read it on Discord from somebody. Uh, well, it was Neil McSpadden who said it. And Neil usually knows about that type of stuff. So I take uh, what he says at, as gospel on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it really makes it very difficult to arbitrage, uh, which then allows them to do these pumps and dumps. Uh, but hey, 
I mean, it, it's if the name Hive ends up on, you know, Coinbase, well, it's not on Coinbase, but on Binance's and some of the others um, biggest movers list for a while. I mean, wonderful. More eyes that see it, the better. When people see that volume, the more eyes, the better. Um, will it hold? Who knows? I mean, it, it may push down, but don't forget, we had a, a similar pump from, I don't know, the mid-teens up to, where'd it go? Uh, Almost 40. 45, yeah, 40, 45, and then was bouncing between 30 and 40. Then we had a pump and it got it over 50, I think, or right at about 50. And then, you know, now we had the pump to a dollar or six or something, and it's between 70 or 80. So it is moving up. I still feel that Hive eventually will be a developer inspired pump where what is developed is going to pump it and it won't be a pump and dump. It will be just, holy shit, people will finally realize what's going on here. I don't think we're at that point yet. We still have too many holes in our ecosystem. One of them being project uh, blank not coming out. I think that is one of the things that can inspire a, a big move up. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing is three speak and what they're doing, I think can inspire a big move up and we haven't heard uh, much about that other than Dan did put a video saying we're getting real close to some stuff. So uh, maybe maybe they're 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 looking at something new. Then you know what last week we had Clyon and you know what he's doing with high smart smart uh, chain if he pulls that off, uh, we really could see some something significant. So I think there's enough that we can get this. I just don't think we're there yet. Um, Obviously, the, the higher the starting point of the price of the token, when that stuff hits, right, right, the higher right. our token price will go. So if we're at 15 cents, we may go to $1.50. If we're at seven seventy five cents, we may go to five bucks. Yeah. So, um, you know, but I mean, the price is a price. And somebody asked me, I said, I really don't care any more about the price at 75 cents than I did at 15 cents. I mean, all along I said, price isn't reflective of what's going on. And I, I stand by that. So, I mean, I'm not going to gloat at 75 cents saying I see I was right because at 15 cents, I said, who cares about the price? And, and really at this point, who cares about the price? Because I think Hive has 10, 20, $30 in its future personally. Nice. That'd be something. Then we could all. Then I could move down uh, to where you're at and and sip nice little drinks on the beach with little tiny umbrellas in it. Yeah, well, you know, and and you guys are partially European, so you could come down in your speedos, and we all laugh at you for wearing those. That's okay. you know, <laughs> part European. I love that. <laughs> Why? Because we're still a Commonwealth. Oh, anyways, um, so we'll just go over a couple. Dude, of <laughs> dude, where you live, you gotta be like. Oh, I'm somewhere near Iceland or some shit. I'm 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 cl I'm closer to Greenland right now than I am to like let's say New York City. Like like you know, and I'm on the East Coast, so like that. It's I'm out there, man. I'm, I'm well, that's what that's okay. I'm closer to Cuba than I am to New York City. <laughs> there you go, dude. You're really like what, like 50 miles away from Cuba? Or well, Miami's 90 miles, and I I live about 150 miles, so I'm about I'm probably. Where, where I live, I'm about 250 or so from, oh, okay. from Cuba. Yeah. Close enough for, for, well, I don't know. I was going to say close enough for Castro to dump something on our head, but are there any Castros left? I don't I know. I think they're all done. I think they died. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. World politics. I haven't paid attention to that much. Um, 
Speaking of politics, uh, there was the funny question there. It's like, it's time to talk CTP. And I agree because uh, uh, a lot of people, what I noticed, and this wasn't just relegated to CTP over the weekend. Uh, I had a couple questions come by me and people were like, why, why is the price of Leo tanking? Why is this to token tanking? Why is this? I'm like, because people are FOMOing into Hive. Uh, for whatever reason, People like they have everybody in crypto seems to have the attention span of goldfish. So they see this pump and dump and they're just not even a dump. They just see a pump and they're like, I'm going to dump something else to go and get in on this. They go to the green uh, instead of the red. And the buying opportunities are always when it's when it's red days. Uh, did you notice that? And, and for me personally, I just look at it as a whatever, like I used to get so emotional about prices, but now it's just like, I don't even care. But did you see that all of the reds when Hive was pumping and people just leaving all of these projects and trying to get in to catch the wave? Well, there, there's something more fundamental. Don't forget a, a lot, all your Hive engine tokens are paired with Hive. Right. So when the price of Hive goes up, especially when it jumps exponentially like that, the price of the other tokens are going to go down hmm. uh, because they're the pair. And if you look, the price of high or of Leo, as an example, did not go down that much in USD. It did a little, but you know, hey, it peaked at an all-time high at a dollar twenty, and you know, then it dropped back into you know ninety cents or something. So, right. you know, I don't think that movement is anything anything outrageous yeah there were probably some people dumping hive or c or leo or ctp or some of these others for for hive to, to catch the wave but i think the bigger part was the reason why you saw everything red when hive was was green and so big and, and a big green candle is simply the fact that they're paired with each other and if you looked at them at usd terms it it, it obviously if the price of hive doubles ctp if it's at six cents to maintain that six cents, it's going to have to have in the price of high. Right. Um, you know, now obviously markets aren't 100% correlated and that's where opportunities come in and, you know, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, there, there's some, some hot, hot, um, you know, hot uh, uh, token chasers, but I, I don't know if really a lot of that is on high because people have their favorite tokens. Mm -hmm. they're committed to their favorite tokens if if you're high on hive you've been accumulate hive. right if you're not high on hive would you sell out your leo for hive for a run probably not because you're probably very high on leo mm -hmm. uh the only way i i i just don't see a lot of that happening on hive or hive engine in particular because there's not the liquidity there i mean were people dumping their Litecoin or their Ethereum to hop on Hive, maybe on, on Bittrex or so, stuff like that. Yeah, I could buy that. Right. Uh, or they were getting out of their tether and, and jumping into Hive to catch the move, traders and things like that. Yeah, that I could buy. But I, I don't know how many people really trade the Hive engine tokens because it's just there's not a ton of liquidity. And if you're going to try to tra trade Leo, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not the liquidity. There's not really liquidity for CTP. So right. uh, I think it was more just the pair and hive made such a big jump that the the market had to adjust because we've seen jumps like 20 percent in the price of hive and the 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 hive engine tokens didn't drop right 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 because right. that that was not really that big a, a a jump but when you look at uh going from what was it 40 cents or 50 cents to a dollar 
six or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, the, the hive engine tokens are going to have to balance out or all of a sudden everybody just, you know, even still take a look at your hive engine uh, account. I mean, look at it in dollars. It's still way up. So it hasn't accounted in USD terms, 100% because you know, my account is probably still double where it was in USD terms than before this pump. So, yeah, you know, is the stuff any more valuable? No, but the price of Hive is, and that carries a, a little bit of weight. Yeah, and a, a Chim just said in uh, Facebook here, he said two to three people selling CTP for Hive is enough with such low liquidity. And that's, that's true. Um, you know, I mean, CTP is still right now, it's well there was a big jump today so it's at around seven cents per right now which is which is great (laughs) it's fine uh but um i think that's also more to do with the fact that you just need a couple of people buying it and it goes up or keep well and one thing i did notice i was watching leo in particular the spread was so much that even when the bot goes through and uh you know buys a a a, a 0.02 leo i mean it does so at at the the bid so all of a sudden the price of leo just dropped uh, like 30 cents so right. i mean when you and i were chatting that night and you know at one point the uh, leo hit like a dollar 40 right uh, yeah. and yeah. then it then it went back to like 80 cents in no time and i just looked and it was you, you had like a 60 cent spread um because there's no liquidity so you right. know this reminds me in the days of when i used to fuck around with penny stocks and it, it was the exact same thing you're dealing with no liquidity there and pump and dumps and all that shit and it just, uh, at the end of the day, Jim's right. Uh, you know, you get a very illiquid um, asset, two or three people, dump, one person dumping, you know, 500 of them could just change everything. Right. Hmm. That that brings up the question, to like, do you think those, uh, the diesel pools that Hive Engine's doing, do you think those are valid? Do you think that's, that's a way to help it? Or do you think we just need market makers or like... Uh, I, I don't know any, honestly, I don't know anything about the diesel pools. I haven't paid mm-hmm. much attention to Hive Engine. Um, uh, Hive Engine, I think, has its place, but I, I personally don't believe it's the most promising project that we have. But then again, I haven't looked closely or have, I don't know if it's out, what their roadmap is and things of that nature. And that's not really a slight against Hive Engine. It's just I, I think there's other projects that are being, that are in the works that I know about that are going to offer a lot more speed uh will offer a lot more transactional value um so i don't know i i think what is required is always users i mean if if you have ctp if you take ctp and 100x the users of ctp right then you're going to automatically have uh, a lot more liquidity you might not have liquidity in the token but you're going to have a lot more buy and sell action, right, which right. that should close the gap of, of uh, the buy and spread. Now, if you get a situation kind of like with Leo, where at times you get a lot of buy action, but you don't get the sell action because everybody's holding, then you'll have that spread. But then you'll see the token price be, be pushed up more and more, which you know, that tends to make people happy too. So, you know, as with anything financial, there's a lot of factors that that go into it. I think part of what's going to help a lot of these high engine tokens, or at least six or seven of them, is this BroFi thing, because uh, 
you know, BroFi is starting to lock up. I haven't seen the numbers, but I presume, I mean, I'm always sending over tokens, what, what, whatever I get in. Uh, you know, it's removing some of the sell pressure and taking tokens, locking them up, and I presume used for curation. So, you know, that I think BroFi is really going to help stabilize some of these, these other tokens by swallowing up some of it from the open market and, and making them more valuable because hopefully BroFi is just a one-way deal where, you know, you put your tokens in and why would you ever take them out other than maybe to sell them? Yeah. Well, it, it, it also goes into the whole, what has been created on Engine with like BroFun and Index and, and, you know, LVI, SBI, all of these different projects where it's just, it's, you're just stacking it and they're just, it's just feeding the beast, man. Um, we talk about this a lot in CTP about this new model, the new mom is what you were talking about last week, but we won't get into that yet. Um, just kind of like getting paid from the dividends, getting paid from letting your crypto do the work and you don't have to buy or sell, you just accumulate. Um, and just le letting this roll. This is, the, you know, again, you know, a little bit of background, uh, the click track profit, uh, token and project is all about entrepreneurship, building businesses online, affiliate marketing. And that's one of the golden rules of it, finding passive income opportunities. And to me, this is one of the biggest opportunities ever, crypto in general, not just the high engine stuff, but crypto in general, where you can literally take your tokens and they start feeding. I mean, you're getting 185% or something on, on, on your dens. For your cub, you're getting at least around almost 4% on Hive just by staking it. That's not even talking about the curation and, and the delegation you can have. And now we haven't even touched things like Nexo and Celsius that are letting you, let you, you can lend them your crypto and they give you percentages back. Hive Engine, BroFund, all of these projects. This is why I think entrepreneurs specifically really need to look at crypto because of the opportunities that are presenting themselves for passive income I'm using little bunny ears uh, opportunities here. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked at CTP, somebody posted a AMR 003 posted all the uh, BroFi uh, APYs and CTP is low on the list 15, 14, 15%. You got to have a hole in your head if you think 15% is bad. I mean, it's like 15%. Okay, I send over CTP every day. I'm running 15% a year. What's wrong with that? I'm not getting that from a bank. And yeah, I mean, we can get a skew with these, oh, these yield farmers of 4,000% and, you know, all this other stuff. Um, but, you know, 15% for not doing anything. For, for sending CTP over once a day to BroFi, I stake it and then I delegate it and I make 15%. And who knows, maybe that'll go up over the years. You know, they tinker with things. Right. Your weed, for whatever reason, your weed's at like 49%. Uh, you know, I don't have a lot of weed. If you're the government listening in, I don't have any weed. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's it's your, your weed token is, is doing like 49%. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on, let, let's get in the real world. Like you said, um, and, and I'm sure you're going to see this on Cub Finance going back to that, where you said you don't need to sell your, your, your crypto. Well, that's the great thing about these lending platforms is you can, you can never have to sell your crypto 
you, which incurs, at least in the U.S., that incurs a, a taxable event. But you can get into these liquidity pools. You can get into this this lend, you know, this crypto lending, and there's ways to never sell your crypto, but get other crypto for it uh, while still holding your original crypto. and enjoying the runs of other cryptos. So it's just really an entirely new world. And quite frankly, this is not, I I should say this is an entirely new world to us. This is not a new world because this is what Wall Street's been doing for years. Just most of us have not been involved in that. So we go to the damn bank and say, okay, what are you going to give me on a a five-year CD? And they say, oh, we'll give you like one and a quarter percent or three quarters of a percent or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, well, why the hell am I going to do that? I'm not going to lock my money up. Right. And, you know, that's why everybody's in the stock market, because, you know, fixed income is paying crap right now. So everybody's forced into into finding yield. Everybody's yield farm. They, yeah. they rip on, on, on DeFi for yield farming. But what the hell do you think the stock market's doing right now? Everybody and their brother in the stock market and the bond market, they're yield farming. They're either running to equities or they're running to junk bonds, because that's the only place you get any money. Yeah. You know, that's it. That's crazy. Um, Eliana got a question kind of talking about DeFi stuff. She said, is uh, the pancake swap thing, is that another token outside of Hive? Are those earnable or need to buy them like other crypto? Yeah, it's a completely different project. Uh, it's It was, I'm pretty sure it was the first BSC project. I think pancake mm-hmm. was the first. I think it was. So it's it's basically, Cub, it's Cub Finance is a mirror image, let's say, of the pancake swap uh, and just tailor made for, for cub finance, but pancake is completely, it's the exact same idea, but it's separate. I, I think what, what, what she may be referring to, I think it's a, she, right. Did you say? Yeah, Eliana? Eliana? Nope. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought it was Eliana, not Elliot, but yeah. I get confused at times, uh, but I lived in Key West for a while. So, you know, anyway, that's another story. We'll, we'll, I digress. Oh, that's a good one. I want to hear that. One. <laughs> <laughs> don't reach around unless you really want to know that's the moral of the story but anyway <laughs> getting back to get back to pancakes here uh, if eliana is referring to the the vaults that that cub finance announced what it is eliana is it is going to be no you're not going to have to get involved in pancake you will get involved in the vault you will post your cub and whatever else is required. The pool then, the vault, will go and get involved in pancake, earn cake, which then will be brought back into, the value will be brought back into the pool, um, you know, because they, they'll be yield farming cake. So what they'll do is they'll take uh, whatever's put in there and somehow, some way, and I don't know the particulars, but they'll go in and, and they'll get involved yield farming cake, which of course will spit out cake, which then will belong to the vault that you will have a percentage in with your cub and you know whatever the other pair has to be, if there is another pair. I don't, I didn't read the, the post that closely yet. Good question. Mm-hmm. Good question. Plus you're plus you're going to still be earning the cub, so you'll be earning the cub for being in the in the vault itself, because that'll have an APY just like any other uh, farm or den does on on cub finance. But then you also have the farm that will feed in and give you hopefully a higher return. 
What what farms are you in? Are you in any, or are you just doing the den? Uh shit, I don't know. Uh, I'm in two. I I got what do I got? I got B Leo B M B. Right. And what's <laughs> the what's the uh, what's the um, finance uh, dollar? What is that related? Uh, B N B. No, that's the oh, finance. B U S D. B U S D. B U S D. And what's that linked with? Cub. Cub I'm in that one. I'm in Cub BUSD and I'm in BNB B Leo. Those right. were the two two I got involved in, nice. and then I got my den. Nice. Yeah, I, that's what I I actually I got out of the B Leo BNB and went into Cub BNB. Um, so I'm harvesting that one, farming that one, and then the den, um, just the Cub den, one eighty seven percent. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's BUSD. Yeah, thanks. Uh, this is this is pretty funny. Actually, we had a uh, we had a a, a a person just join uh, Periscope on Twitter here and uh, wanted to know if Nathan Mars was here. I mean, geez, man, this guy is he's an enigma, man. He just the dude is like he's a legend. He's a legend. We have people check out check out podcast one one ish and you'll see Nathan Mars. Yep. Actually, did that make a podcast? I don't know. No, I think yeah, that was before it. I think that was Nathan, before one-ish. Nathan is even too good for podcasts. He's just, yeah. he, he deserves a channel on his own. Dude, he was the happiest guy in the world on the weekend. I loved it, man. I love love seeing that guy win. It's cool. Um, yeah, man. So uh, what, what else has been on your radar um, this past week? Uh, obviously, the, the hive prices and stuff, but uh, anything specific? on hive or leo or anything you saw that really caught your fancy no i mean my my past week was was spent with the interviews uh obviously with with dan from block trades and then clive so that that really um you know and then the, the rest of my week was just spent doing doing my usual stuff and over the weekend this week i was more indulging in techno technology research than um crypto research because uh you know that's just where a lot of my you know my futurism and my technologists come from and the fact that you know right. i'm floating around 2025 20, 2030 20, so you know i read all that stuff and whatnot but uh i i just see a on hive itself i see more people getting it i i, I really do it's just maybe it's because I, I, and and I, I don't want to attribute to the bull run. Um, I mean, obviously, it makes it easier to see things, but I, I think people are starting to see that you know what what we've been saying all along. If you stay busy, you stay active, you keep building, you stay consistent, you gain a following, you start getting tokens coming in, no matter how freaking slow it is. That over time, that builds up. And then when the bull takes off, it's like, holy crap, you know, now I got a little bit of money. And depending on where you are in the world, a little bit of money can actually be a lot of bit of money. Right. And so it's like, you know, one of those things where I don't think people really understood that, you know, we weren't blowing smoke up their ass and saying, oh, well, it's easy with you guys with, you know, 100,000 hive to say this crap. You know, I got 250 hive. Right, right. Yeah, well, keep working and then you'll get a thousand hive and then see what happens when the price of hive triples or quadruples. 
right. your $150 account, all of a sudden it's a thousand bucks. And if you're in Nigeria or if you're in Venezuela or you're in Brazil, all it does sudden a thousand bucks is, you know, a, a, a nice, <laughs> nice little nest egg to fall back on. I mean, if you're in San Francisco, it's okay. You're, you you're get a loaf of bread with that. Huh? If you're lucky. Yeah. I mean, you're not getting anywhere, but um, you know, many people in the world that that's something very, very important. So I I just think that ultimately long-term that helps because it gives us more testimonials. Right. And when people sit there and say, you know, and again, it's, uh, I'll give you an example from my, my, my drinking days or from my actually recovery days. You know, when, when somebody tries to sober up, Mm. somebody they meet somebody 20 years they can't relate or 30 years sober they can't relate you you might as well be a thousand years sober it's like Mm -hmm. what do you know but the person who's like six days sober that's who you can that's who who do you can relate to because it's like oh my god you've gone six days without drinking i haven't gone six days without drinking in 25 years Right, right you know and so it's the same thing here you know when when you have people who um you know, have hundreds of thousands of, of Hive or hundreds of thousands of, of Leo or, you know, 100,000 or tens of thousands of CTP. You know, when you have somebody who has 10,000 or 15,000 CTP and then there's somebody there with 10. Right. And there's somebody with 10 or 15,000 is saying, do this, do this. And the person can't identify. It's like you're, you're full of crap. But right. then all of a sudden somebody comes in with 100 and says, listen, buddy. I had 15 a year ago and now I'm at a hundred or I had 15, six months ago and now I'm at a hundred or I had 15 a month ago and now I'm at a hundred, right. you know, you can do it too. There's that. Wow. I can get to a hundred CTP, you know, and how often have we seen people potion saying, I, I just want to get to, you know, a hundred Lee or a hundred hive or 2,500, whatever they throw out a number. And it's like, then they get there and it's like, okay, great job. Now go for 3000 for go to 4500 high yeah. you know then they start believing it and seeing it and understanding it and saying you know wow i can do this and like you just said you start then to do some of the things that get in the passive income and it's drips and drabs but forget about it. don't even look at your hive engine account i haven't looked at my hive and i went like months without looking at my hive engine account till this uh profile thing start now i go in there every day just to move tokens around but I right. typically don't look at it because man, what's the difference? Right. You know, it, it doesn't matter. And then I go and I, I look at the, the, what was paid in and it's like, well, D hedge paid, you know, 0.00 this, 0.00 that, 0.00. And then you just start looking down and there's just pages after pages. And you're like, oh, well, this crap adds up over a while, after a while. It, it's, there you go. Michael just said in Facebook, he finally broke 10K CTP. So congratulations, man. Um, way to go. Uh, that That's interesting you mentioned that because sometimes a, a lot of us and especially, and, and again, me and Taskmaster are, are, are a little different. Like we have, you know, Taskmaster, I think you're, you're getting close. <laughs> no, dude. Watch like, yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you got, where you at? 200, almost 200K, right? Hive. Between my my two two uh, accounts, yeah, I'm I'm close to 200K. hundred. Right. I'm over 190, 192, so three, somewhere in there. That is astronomical to someone who's just getting started right and the difference like what me and taskmaster did we didn't come in here dropping millions of dollars on crypto like we literally started 
four years ago almost, and just kept building, kept building, kept building, and it stocked up. Now, that's really easy to say. Like, oh, just show up every day, create content, engage. Very easy for the guys with 100,000 and 200,000 high power to say that. But that, just like you said, that's so perfect because it's actually what we talked about last night in my stream was that that is so far removed from the, the person who just joins and says, I just want to get 100 high power. Like, how the heck do you do that? And that is why I believe in the, the voting, pro, like, like giving out the votes to people because it, it, it spreads it out. It, like, you know, Leo did a great job. I think all, a lot of the whales and Leo spread it out a lot and they're very generous with the votes and stuff. Hive is getting a lot better. Um, but like what it was like back in the day on the old chain, the thought of getting 5,000 steam power back then for me was so foreign, like, so uh, like, I couldn't even picture it. And then, then the worst thing you'd hear the whales come in and go, Oh, we're not giving up votes. You got to prove yourself this, that, and a third, and you have to stick out and, and you need to, you know, no one gave us a handout like no, it's, you can't hear it from us. What's really important, I think, is you got to hear it from the community, the people that are actually doing this that might not have 5,000 hive power, but are almost there because they've been busting their butt. And I think mm -hmm. that's really powerful for this community to really latch on. And you'll be glad you do it in, in, a, in a year from now, if you start today. Truly believe that. Yeah, the, the one thing I can guarantee, if you're active, your account will be bigger a year from now than it is today. And if you duplicate that in year two, your account will be bigger at the end of year two than it is at the year end of year one. How big that will be, I don't know. Um, but, you know, then the other thing is, is we're talking about percentages and APY. Think about it of this in the return. You know, for you to go from 100,000 to 200,000 high power, as an example, in a year is damn near impossible. Right. Um, but for somebody to go from 20 hive to 40 hive, that can be done in a year. That could be done in a month. That could be done with one upvote um, yeah. from the right person. So, you know, as a percentage, I mean, if you take your account from 20 hive to 240 hive, you just 12 X your account in a year. Right. Um, you know, now, again, depending on where you are with money and, 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 and what money means in terms of, of your cost of living, if you're in one of those nations where, you know, it's a very low cost of living, you go from 20 to 240 hive and hives hovering around a buck. Yeah. That's, you know, you just made 220 bucks, which that's a fair bit of money in, in some countries. Uh you know, but that's just phase one. Then you want to go from 240 to 1,000. And, you know, maybe Hive isn't what you focus on. Maybe you focus on CTP. Maybe you focus on Leo. Maybe you focus on sports. Maybe you focus on STEM. Maybe you focus on Cine. Cine. Right, we we yeah. got to throw Cine TV. Do you watch movies? Do you watch TV? Can you tell us whether you like the show or not or the movie? Write it up. Get yourself some Cine. And by the way, I'm, I got a pretty decent vote in Cine, and I can tell you I'm looking for decent content on there. So mm. if you want to get some upvotes and you want to start getting uh, a nice Cine bag going, go over there and start getting involved. This is, uh, this is actually just two things. Um, Donald Porter, really, really good dude, man. He just put on Twitter, he said minimum wage, he's in Jamaica. 
He said it's a, a 50 USD a week. If people could find Hive and get off of Facebook and TikTok, they would never leave. Um, and and that I think is huge. Just what you put there, um, you know, that's that that's Jamaica. You, just like you said, you can talk Venezuela, you can talk Nigeria, you can talk all these different countries where. And then Eliana just sits there and says, "I just got a forty-three dollar up, a forty-three hive upvote, excuse me, from Three Speak." Like, it's out there. Out there, it really I mean, is. Mm. You know, and, and and over time, with more tokens and more time because of more activity, there's more larger accounts running around who can who can see your stuff. Yeah. So. You know, three speak is out there and I don't have a 43 high power upvote. So if I upvoted her, her stuff on, uh, on three speak uh, or on hive, I wouldn't give her much. Right. But if I found her stuff on Leo was applicable, I'd give her a lot. If you found her stuff on CTP, you'd give her a lot. You know, it, it's just, so now you're, you're, you're looking at a situation where if you come in and, and you, you look at trying to become part of a community, there's not a lot of people, you will stand out. Right. Yep. I mean, you will stand out. I mean, you go to CNA, you will stand out. Okay. That's a new, new group. But if you go to CTP, you will stand out because there's not a, a lot of posts on there, relatively speaking. Um, you know, if you put good stuff up, people will sooner or later realize it and different stuff. We'll find that on Leo. I mean, it's, you know, all the same stuff. Post something different, you stand out. Uh, we had a question in Vim. Big shout out to everyone on Vim. Uh, Vim was the flippening, folks. Uh, we actually had more people on Vim watching at one point here than on Facebook, which is which is crazy which is awesome. So big shout out to Vim. Um, Alex Rourke, if I destroyed that last name, I apologize. Uh, wanted us to touch upon Hive Engine. All right, sorry, it's a Hive, Hive Index. Uh, so Hive Engine Index, the index token, which uh, obviously I'm a fan of. <laughs> Gee, why? <laughs> I, technically, I, I mean, I, you know, it's... It, it, okay, so how it came to be, uh, the index token was me and Blaine... So Blaine is, is, is my partner at CTP. We just basically said, look, we're not into this day trading stuff. We're not into this, you know, like I get it. There's a, there's a place and time for everything, but we have always been slow and steady. That's our approach to everything. Um, so that's how we got into crypto. That's how I always did investing offline. Like, like when I did like stocks and stuff, I'd always buy index funds because to me, it made the most sense. I couldn't play the market. I didn't have the knowledge to it. I didn't want to even know necessarily about it but i did know that index funds always tend to beat them like they, they just go along the market they they, they beat the traditional uh, mutual funds and it was just to me it just it was it was just a simple way to get into the markets with something that made sense to me especially dollar cost averaging it made sense to me so we said how do we take that model and put it into high venture because there's a lot of people jumping into high venture and look at the projects i mean Cine just came out like a week and a half ago from Taskmaster and, and, and Raymond and, and Marky. And this thing is just, uh, you know, completely catered to a specific niche. But then you have Leo Finance, which can tailors to a specific niche. You have CTP, another niche. You have sports, which is another niche. You have 
D-Porn, <laughs> which is another niche. Um, you have all of these different tokens. Someone brand new to Hive Engine is kind of like, well, how, how the heck do I get into this stuff? I mean, I don't, I don't have a million dollars to go drop on every single token. How do I get a good exposure to the entire market that I don't need to learn every single token and this and that? So that's the idea of index token. So index token goes, it's designed to go by the market. So depending on the movement of the tokens depends on how much uh, tokens we put into the fund. So it's always backed by the token. If we're buying DEC, we're buying DEC. If we're buying Leo, we're buying Leo. It's, it's, it's always like that. So it's literally backed by the token and it goes along the market. So if the market goes up, index should go up. I mean, there's so many variables with this thing. But generally, that's how it works. And we pay dividends each and every day. So it's an, the index token is a way to get into the tokens on Hive Engine, but you never need to sell your index because you're just going to get paid dividends each and every day, every single day, every single day from the curation that we're doing, from the mining tokens that we're getting. We pay 80% back to token holders. And uh, it's been, we launched it, I think in November, give or take. And it's been doing like flawless, you know, and, and this is all because of Blaine. It's not because of me. I can't take any credit for it. Uh, but he's coded this thing. And what was really cool, even the Cine drop we got, spread it out to, to, the, to the members of the index holders. Uh, the Cub drop, spread that out to the, to the token holders. So the more tokens that index is, is, is representing, the more these airdrops happen, the more of this... Uh, people can just sit back and enjoy the dividends each and every day and get airdrops from all of these tokens that are dropping. As long as index holds it, we'll, we'll send it out to you guys. So that's my, that, I hope that answers the question. Alex, if not, let me know. I'm uh, I, I will definitely talk your ear off about index token. Ta-da. Yes. Nice. So what else we got other than my pitch for, for index token? You said there were a couple other questions or did we hit them all? Um, we, we did hit them all. I think um, the big one was, um, yeah. So um, Isaac says uh, $20 us here in the Philippines is an average daily wage. Uh, and it's huge Filipino community uh, on, on hive too, that, you know, obviously benefits from this stuff um so yeah you're looking at four or five hundred bucks a month probably not there yet for most people but again you you, you come in and you keep developing building and the price of hive runs you know you you could see down the road if you get you know 100 tokens a month and hives five bucks right. there's there's your 500 a month but you know, it doesn't all have to be in Hive, obviously. It can be in other things. I mean, uh, you get 100 Leo, and that's at five bucks a month. Now you got a 1,000 between the two. I mean, right. it's, who knows? Yep. Beautiful. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I said, yeah, I just bought some Hive index tokens now. So, Alex, yeah, welcome to the fold. So, you just keep static. Like to me, this is my game plan. Uh, what I've been doing specifically on Hive Engine tokens is uh, I've been dollar cost averaging in. Uh, so every single week now, I'm buying Bro, I'm buying Index, and I'm buying Utopus. 
So I'm, I'm, I'm dollar cost averaging into these three uh, because they, they pay dividends uh, weekly and daily in the case of bro and index. So I, I'm not thinking about it. Just like Taskmaster said, like literally he, well, he looks at it now because of bro five, but um, I just, just buy and, st- and, and stack these things and, and the dividends just keep coming and they keep growing. Uh, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. I, that's, my big passion, and I think I really want to hammer home this to the CTP community uh, and everybody that's listening to this podcast, the, the potential, bunny ears, of this passive income with your crypto is great. Um, you know, it's fantastic. I, I love it. And I think it's just getting started. There you go. Cool. Hey, how about this idea? I yes, had an sir. idea last week. I got another idea for your entrepreneurs out there. Entrepreneurs, okay. Yes. How about a hive-based Etsy? Okay. I don't imagine it's too difficult to throw up an Etsy store because it's just kind of a, a basic framework and you let people load up their Content. products and their knickknacks and whatever they, they want to sell. And... So you tie it to, you know, Hive token or whatever token you want to use on Hive and you have the transactions tied to Hive. I mean, I, I think that is a way to really start developing a marketplace if somebody took the initiative and got with a developer and put together something that, you know, you let you let the general public provide the products. What about, um, did you see the Hive list stuff? Uh, no, I didn't see that one. They, uh, they, they, they did a pretty cool, like they integrated Hive pay into it. Um, we actually, Blaine was actually talking to uh, me and Eliana this week about developing a Fiverr specifically for Hive, call it Hiver or something like mm-hmm. that, <laughs> you know, um, like, but specific, not, it'd be, it'd be tasks. Right. It wouldn't be you wouldn't sell your 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 goods. That would be more of the hive list stuff um, or the Etsy yeah, yeah. stuff. Right. Like that would be your stuff. But like a, a, a Fiverr for hive would be specific. You need a logo done, you know? Yeah. It's services. It's, it's right. yeah. yeah. For for graphic artists and coders and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I think it would be, too. I think. uh you know, and then you start talking about people from the Philippines. You start talking about people from these these different countries, where Fiverr is 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 filled with people from there who have skills, right. and you know where five bucks is a decent amount of money. Yeah. So they'll throw together something for five or, or ten bucks, and uh, it'll be top quality work. Oh, that's the, like my go-to. I mean, the the the, the lady that designed the, uh, the the honeycomb logo for CTP and all of our graphics and stuff. Um, she's from, I think, Pakistan, and mm-hmm. she kicks butt. Um, I mean, I I think we pay her maybe the max I've ever paid is like 30, 40 bucks U.S. Not even U.S. Canadian, excuse me, because uh, Fiverr to me is linked to the Canadian dollar great work i mean this thing mm-hmm. this was even before hive and like she foresaw you know that we'd have honeycomb and, and all that stuff so you know, i'd like to say that that was my idea but it really wasn't <laughs> I can't no but that. see see stuff like that gets gets people yep. that can appeal to the masses and that can really start to bring in a lot of activity and a lot of commerce and 
you know, I, I think it's it's these simple ideas. We're still at the point of looking around what's what's available on Web 2.0 and let's try to make it Web 3.0. Right. Let's tie it to this system. And then you get somebody like that where you pay them, you know, whatever in, in Hive. And maybe they have to convert 80% of it to live off of. But that 20% they can start to utilize, like you were saying, for other purposes to start developing some wealth. Right. Now, you're not going to do that with USD or Canadian dollar because you send $30 Canadian, they'll convert it to whatever their currency is, and they'll spend it all because where are they going to do? Put it in a bank? Where are they going to put it in the corrupt stock market? I mean, you right. know, I mean, what are they going to do with it? Uh, here with Hive, you got the chance of, okay, let me take 80, 90% out to live on, but I'll keep 10 or 20% because this sucker can 10x. And oh, by the way, I can curate with it. I can get involved. It's, you know, somebody was talking about, you know, going from that 10 or 20 high power level to the 240. Well, that would be a way, uh, you know, hey, I, I can't write a long blog, but I, I can create pretty good graphics. So, you know, I'll do that. It's, dude, it's, it's like, it's almost like you'd, you'd set something up like this where they could have, they could have the options of having either the, the passive, savings account or they can take that 20 percent and make it an active savings account where they're delegating or they're curating you know man you could build it you could build it you i would presume you could build that into the front end and you know when when they get paid you, you could even do something like uh 80 20 payout in uh in uh high power liquid yeah. hive and high power or liquid ctp and high, uh stake ctp whatever you want to do yeah. Yeah. My wife just came into the door. Well, I got to call you out because if you like open the door, like I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always like making her feel a little uncomfortable. Um, yeah, man. Um, I, I think that type of stuff is, is brilliant. Um, you know, I, I would, I would love, like we were actually talking about that this week about the, the Hiver idea, you know, um, you open up the entire world uh, to Hive, just like you said, that would onboard a lot more people, would get a lot more people excited. They might not want to make the posts, but you know what? They could make a graphic. Um, they might not want to make the posts on Hive, but you know what? They could do a little they bit of coding. Format a, they yeah. could format a book or whatever. Yep. Yeah, man. It's it, This is the blockchain that keeps on giving, man. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Cool, man. Um, Dude, this is uh, this has been a, a, a pretty pretty decent episode. Um, before we close, though, I really really want to hammer this point home to you guys because we're doing this. Obviously, this is the if you're listening to the recording, it's a little hard to take part. But every single Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, we are on the Hive blockchain, which is on Vim.tv. We are on Twitter, Periscope. I don't know if Periscope is going to exist anymore. Who knows? But we're also on uh, Facebook. So you just need to reach out to us, uh, come and follow us on all of these platforms and take part. Like we really want you guys to come back to us with questions, really take part. We want this to be a community thing and build this up. Uh, we, we, we're going for we're going for, for, for Mount Rushmore here, folks. We, we want to be one of the top podcasts when it comes to crypto, but more on a people side of things, not just, you know, sitting there talking about all the amazing blockchain technology which is fine but we really want it to be people driven too so please 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 do not hesitate 
fire off your questions to us each and every week. Um, yeah. So uh, anything you uh, else you wanted to touch on before we uh, shut it down or everything good or Are we, what time is it? I don't even know. Are we, did we know. do two hours already? Uh, no hour and a half. Oh, is the show an hour and a half? I don't know. I just, I just figured we, you didn't have to. I just, you know, I don't want to, you know. Oh, Keep I always more than your, uh, you know, your, your, your sun tanning today. So, you know, I didn't want to. Yeah, I, I, I just always thought it was two hours. So I. Oh, uh, it's whatever like, works. I just. I, you know. we, we, we need to like after one hour, put up an intermission sign and have some music playing. You know, well, I could elevator music. I could, uh, I, yeah, I'd sing, but that would get people rage quitting. Well, let, let, before, <laughs> before we go then, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you one more question because, again, this is the podcast. We're start, this is episode three-ish. Uh, three-ish. We obviously want to be out there on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor and all these different platforms. But Oriel is a podcasting platform that I had no idea existed that's actually on Hive. Uh, do you know about this, any of the, the background of this? And should we post it? this podcast up i think that would make sense but the only thing i know about it is what you've told me i you've mentioned it i don't know what it is and you said you can't figure it out because you can't figure out i've signed um so and i did see your tweet where they responded and i think they kind of confused because they said they're gonna soon have key signer so i don't i think they meant keychain but i don't know um you know it's one of those things the more the merrier uh, the more areas you, you put this stuff in, the 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 better. And we want to support the the local uh, apps if we can. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're doing podcasts, it's you know supporting Oro. I don't know what the the value is of it in terms of the value proposition. Are they trying to just bring podcasts to Hive people? Are they trying to replace Spotify? I mean, obviously you're dealing with audio. So unless they're tying, maybe, maybe they're tying into IPFS. And so your, your podcasts are not owned by Apple or Spotify or whoever you're uploading it to a, a decentralized. I, I don't know where their angle is. It, it's like, what service are they providing? And ultimately, what are they looking at being for the blockchain because right. you know the blockchain is text so maybe what you write ends up being posted to the blockchain but i, I don't get you know i, I just don't know is it, yeah. it you know is there a token uh where hey come use our our podcast service and you know we'll uh, we'll tokenize you for 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 doing this i mean that's right. that's kind of moving away or incentivizing people away from from the other platforms but again like we know with social media i mean the what reason why nathan's on twitter is that's where the people are the reason why you you put the broadcast on spotify and, and apple is that's where the people are um the reason why influencers uh, crypto influencers are on youtube that's where the people are so um you know it's an interesting idea i haven't looked at it i i haven't seen their posts so I don't know what their their angle is. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the problems I think we have a lot of times is people start projects and it's like, well, why are you doing that? Right. You know, it's like you said with the Hiver. That makes total sense to me. Why are you doing that? 
listen, it's another outlet for people who have skills and talent who can advertise and post their, their services and maybe get more people use, utilizing their services. And from Hive's perspective, it allows for more people to utilize Hive, maybe brings people in and that type of thing. Um, so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. the, the, this podcast on Hive, is it just so we can have that service? I mean, does it take it? Does it post to, do you use it? And does it post to Spotify and these others for you? So is it like a front end for that? I, I don't know. Um, and I, I think personally, if you're going to do anything in this arena, you need to have a token. I mean, why wouldn't you create a token and reward your users? Right. Create, start the process of creating an economy around your product or service and let your community as it develops, then have a, 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 an economy around it. So, you know, we're, we're desperately in need of e-commerce. Uh, that's why I keep bringing it up. And you, you obviously think of the same thing. I, you know, mentioned the thing last week, the, the, the brain brainstorm that I had. Um, you know, which I expect to see out by this Friday. Um, Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll get right on it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, these are things that we, you know, we need to try to integrate in what we already know, but just to do something, to do something where, where, okay, what's, what's the what's unique about it what's the value to it what does it bring to the table with what i mentioned last week about the affiliate marketing you know that could be used for 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 revenue generation to allow people to benefit like you said passive income or they could even get involved with if they have know-how and and help out but it's all of a sudden community driven affiliate marketing that we all can benefit from and oh, by the way, it helps because it's taking USD or, or Canadian dollar or whatever fiat and helping to buy Hive or CTP or whatever currency you end up going with. And maybe you go with some Hive and CTP and do a 50, 50, 80, 20, 70, 30, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it adds some, some, some buy action to it. But then I can also leverage your knowledge, your experience and your capabilities and financially benefit from that saying, I'm a moron in this area, but you know what? It's okay. I'll throw in some tokens. I'll buy buy some more buy some tokens, and I get I get some dividends. I get some passive income when it's generated. Right. You know. So that at least has okay a, a use case where people can understand. I'm trying to see the use case with this other one, and you know I just don't know anything about it. And yeah, I don't know I, if you research. I'll have to look into it uh, because I I think you know I would love to have this stuff obviously supporting any of the projects on Hive. Uh, but it literally flew under the radar, man. And I had no idea about it. I saw a couple of people tweeting about it and, but there was no real push. I haven't really seen it talked about on hive. Um, so, but this is very familiar to what happened with, with D audio, um, D sound, not D audio, D sound, geez. I mean, you know, it was, it was there and then it just disappeared. Um, yeah, well, and, and the, the project team may not be ready to go balls to walls. They may still be in, right. in the setup phase. I, I don't know. I, you know, I did see that, as I said, they were on Twitter. So they're obviously engaging. Uh, I think they want pe people to use the app, but maybe they, they don't. Um, 
maybe they need some help spreading the word. Maybe they're they're really looking to go. And it's like, if that's the case, then people did not do a very good job of getting the word out there. Yeah. Um, but it can be tough. It's getting tougher and tougher to stand out with all that's going on. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's just, you, you got to get the word out. You got to write about yourself a little bit. Um, you got to talk about yourself because that's how you promote yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, you and I get on Twitter and we talk about this show, you know, why? Because we're so arrogant. No, it's just, you got to promote the stuff. I mean, yeah. we are arrogant, but you know, at least I am, but you know, who gives a fuck? He told me to be humble like 20 minutes ago. You guys remember that? Now he's like, I'm arrogant. Well, you be humble, I'll be arrogant, and then we'll meet, you know, between the two of us, we'll balance it all out. You're, you listen, you're a nice guy. Everybody likes you. I'm a jerk. So, you know, ah, but see, that was actually role reversal. If you would have known me about, you know, 10 years ago in this business, people hated me. Um, it was, it was, uh, they, they really didn't like me because <laughs> I was very opinionated. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good point. I, I mean, I, I make sure I put this, this show out. Uh, I put it out on noise cash. Uh, we had people come from noise cash. We're here today. I also put it out on Torum. Uh, Torum is this enigma. It's just, it's really weird. It's like, I see what they're doing. I, I love everything, what they're doing there. Um, I just, I really want them to have their token. I want it to be tokenized. Um, it, it's still just, you're get, you're generating this token, but there's no, there's no blockchain yet. It's just, you're getting these tokens that can't be traded or anything yet. Um, I hope it comes. I think Torum would be a perfect front end for Hive. I said that when I joined. They want to go, I think they're going the BSC route. They were going to go Ethereum, but I think they're going BSC. Um, I hate fees. I don't know about you, but every time I'm on Cub Finance, it, it, it annoys me that I have to pay every time I want to like harvest something. Even if it is 20 cents or whatever it is, it's still annoying as hell. Um, yeah, and you know that's the thing um, about Clive's project. There's going to be fees too. Um, that That's going to, you know... That's how you reward, um, or he's going to reward the uh, the people running the the chain. Um, but yeah, if you're not used to paying fees, it, it's difficult to do that. And, and you know, to be quite honest with you, when you think about it, th this is why when you're looking at the long-term potential of Hive, you say you hate paying fees on cup finance, even though it's 20 cents, mm -hmm. but you do it because you're, you're, you're harvesting a lot more than 20 cents. Right. Uh, the problem is, would you pay that 20 cents to give an upvote? Of course you would. Would you pay that 20 cents to post a comment? Probably not. Right. Would you pay that 20 cents to put up a post? If you get more than 20 cents, you might, but, you know, if you're somebody, I'll, I'll just try this out. And then all of a sudden you go to post and your MetaMask pops up and says, you know, approve this transaction, you know, 0.001164. And you're like, why am I doing that? Yeah. Uh, so really, when you think about it from that perspective, that really does insulate Hive when people talk, and I've always wondered this because I haven't fucked around with any of these other social media apps, mm -hmm. but you get on like uh, uh, all these, like on Ethereum or, or you get on uh, EOS or Telios. And it's like, how do you do it? Like uh, Epics. Okay. Well, they're going to Telios, I believe. So to post my picture, I need to, what? I need to pay. Um, 
and and I think EOS does using CPU. So there may be around that. They they kind of get similar to to high power, but yeah, it, it's CPU. But I think there's still transaction fees, and it's like. I'm not going to pay a transaction fee to post a picture or I'm not going to pay a transaction fee to give you an upvote or to comment. Uh, I just don't think people will do that. And on Hive, at least, you know, I mean, yes, you, we do have transaction fees because it's feeless, but it's not free. Right. We're not free. No. Um, you have to have some high power. But like I've written a number of occasions for the price of one Ethereum, uh, transaction, buy that in Hive, and you probably can uh, can post to your heart's content for the next ten years, because you know that'll get you what even at seventy five cents will probably get you about a hundred. A lot, yeah. You know, I seventy five, eighty bucks worth of of, of Hive yeah. or eighty, eighty, uh, not eighty bucks, eighty Hive. I mean, eighty high power, you probably can do most anything you want. Right. I mean, unless you're trying to be the Nathan Mars of, of, of Hive and putting up 5,000 posts a day or comments a day. You, you know. literally got shut down by Twitter. Said you he can't do anything else. It's great. Nathan, Nathan Mars is the only human to do that. Bots have been shut down, bots but, doing, but Nathan not. Mars was the, the, the one human. So, uh, you know, I think that's really where, where the advantage comes in. And, and we have to keep that in mind. And that's what developers... And, and entrepreneurs have to keep in mind that we do have this leg up over over what else is out there. Um, you know, and then in talking to block trades last week, you know, I tried to to dig into what he thought about the scalability, which he's obviously spent a lot of time on, and the ability to <clears throat> onboard 100 million people. And he couldn't obviously give it a definitive because he says, you don't know till you, till you get there. Right, right. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of variables that come into play, but the variables that they've worked on, he feels that we can have a significant number of people transacting significant number of accounts added. Yes. The witnesses may have to change the resource credits per transaction or per activity a little bit, but, they have the, the capability to adjust that, um, you know, and they don't need a hard fork to do it. So they can do it on the fly, just like they changed uh, with the, the return on the HBD. Now you get 3% on HBD yeah. that you're holding. Um, you know, I, it, you have all these things and it's just like, I think we're lined up for a perfect freaking storm personally. And it's, Hive is going to be, and that's why I said earlier in the show, a developer-inspired pump where it's the apps. It's what's going on. It's not, you know, just somebody playing, monkeying around with, with the price of the token and buying and selling and moving hundreds of dollars back and forth from one, one account to another right. uh, or a bunch of people doing that. This is this is going to be legitimate stuff. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be that's when we'll get to the see i told you so <laughs> so just remain humble until then yeah. yeah because i mean right now i mean let's be honest our numbers may be pretty good in blockchain but you've been online long enough you know our numbers are pretty abysmal i mean no. noise cash has more accounts transacting each day than we do yeah 
Yeah. I mean, that, that tells you something. Um, there's apps out there that I guess are getting bigger than what we have here. Noise cache being one of them. Um, there's a lot of things that can be done on our blockchains that we still cannot do, but those things are being addressed. And, you know, now's the time. I, I like to throw out these ideas that I have because I got too much on my plate. I don't have the capability to pull it off. And quite frankly, I don't have the desire to pull it off, but hopefully people in the audience listen to some of these ideas and say, yeah, okay, take that, run it. Let, let's go develop a hybrid, develop a, an Etsy, develop a, an affiliate marketing type uh, project that everybody can, you know, buy into and share. Right. Um, you know, these are things that I think really could make, if you do it easy and ease of use, like you did with index, mm -hmm. index is ease of use, index is easy to understand. If you know how I've engine, you know how to buy a token on Hive engine, you can buy index. Yeah. It doesn't take a genius to figure it out. Um, the key is, do you understand Hive engine? Mm -hmm. um, but that's, that's what, you know, we need, we need people developing and entrepreneurs coming in and saying, this is what I want and telling the development team what they want and then building it yeah. and then taking it out to the mass market, taking an appeal, come on a, go a show like this, because as we grow, which hopefully we will, we then can help promote your stuff. I mean, we're willing to do it. <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're, that's what we're here for. We'll tweet about it. I'd love to, I'd love to find out who the people are behind that podcast and app and get them on here. Why not? Yeah. Tell us what's, what the hell's going on. I would love to too. Yeah. So Oriole. Who or, are you? Yeah. Like, let <laughs> us know if, you know, like we'll, we'll promote the crap out of it on the show here and we'll, we'll talk about that. We're on there. We just, uh, just let us know what's going on. Uh, I guess I should follow their account too on Hive. I think I am, but uh, I don't think there's any updates uh, recently. But, and, um, and again, they they may be in the development process where they're not ready to, to say anything. So, I mean, yeah. if that's the case, that's the case. Um, but I, I think when we look at all that's going on in crypto, it, it's like the planets are aligning. I mean, Bitcoin's, you know, I guess getting close again, or it was earlier today to 60 grand. And, you know, every bull market, we get the outrageous forecasts, you know, $400 million dollars. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but Bitcoin, let's be honest, uh, you get some of the Amazons, you get some of the uh, apples of the world, the Microsoft's buying in, and that starts a buying frenzy. They could push that sucker way up. Now, here's something that now that we, we got on the Bitcoin. What do you think of Bitcoin? What are your thoughts on it? The people's money it came out as. <laughs> it's a store of value. And I know the maximalists hate when people say that, but I'm not going and spending Bitcoin to buy a coffee. I'll spend Bitcoin cash to, to, to buy coffee. I'll use Hive if it's ever possible to, to buy coffee because it's three seconds. There's barely any fees, no fees on Hive. But I'm not going to be spending Bitcoin on coffee. But I'm all for Bitcoin. And I'm all for stacking it and having it and loving it and looking at it. But I'm a fan. I'm listen, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Bitcoin. It wouldn't have got me into crypto with without Bitcoin. Um, but mm -hmm. 
the maximalists sometimes need to like just yeah guys come on <laughs> so like we're all on the same team guys so yeah i, I i'm gonna piss the maximalists off and i'm gonna say i go even further and say bitcoin's been hijacked Bitcoin is not the people's money. Bitcoin is Wall Street's, and and te Tesla, Tesla accepting Bitcoin summed it up. And and I wrote about this two years ago, because I could see this coming. Tesla said they're not going to sell their Bitcoin, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, 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 good. See, they won't dump it." And it's like, so wait a second. You go and buy a Tesla for one Bitcoin, let's say sixty thousand dollar Tesla. You give them one Bitcoin. They hold on to that Bitcoin. They already paid their, their employees. They paid the raw materials on the car. So, you know, they have their costs and whatever their profit margin is. Right. So now they have 60, they have another Bitcoin in their pocket. And everybody who sends them a Bitcoin for each Tesla is going to keep giving them more and more Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And any other companies that start to do this, if Amazon started doing it, Apple started to do it, and even if they didn't keep all of their Bitcoin, maybe they could only afford to keep their profit margin in the Bitcoin. Right. Guess what they're doing? They're amassing more Bitcoin, yep. which means guess who doesn't have a chance at that Bitcoin? You yep. and I right. and yep. the new person who's showing up next week. So I think it's going to end up in, all being concentrated in the hands of major corporations maybe governments, central banks, you know, I don't think down the road, people like you or I going to have a lot of Bitcoin and they'll eventually buy out the original hodlers yeah. because the price will get to be so absurd where, you know, you're going to have to take some off the table because you're just, you're crazy if you don't. Yeah. I mean, if you bought Bitcoin at, you know, $3,000 and Bitcoin's a million bucks, you know, you might as well sell a little bit of it, at least 10%, take a hundred grand, you know, stick it in your pocket. I mean, yeah. you, 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 come on. Um, so I, I think that's a major problem. And, and I think that's when we look at this great race that I talked to, where it's us versus government and will government ban Bitcoin, will government ban crypto, will government ever step in? Mm. Um, you know, I think that's a problem, but thank God we have all these other cryptos because that's, that's where the actions, in my opinion, yeah. Bitcoin, I don't think will be, will be the number one crypto. In fact, I'm convinced Bitcoin is going to be eventually an insignificant player. And I've said that hmm. because if you think about what I started the show talking about with this metaverse and this virtual world and this world where our digital, our physical and our biological lives are all merging, and you're using AI, you're using nanotechnology, you got a digital layer over your physical world, there's trillions of sensors everywhere, everything's being digitized, your digital data, your dig everything, you got the internet of things going, so your toasters and refrigerators creating data. Ordering food, you know. <laughs> yeah, your refrigerator's ordering food, whatever the hell else is taking place. Mm. Uh, your car's talking to, you know, to, to the cloud and, and delivering data there and, and, and all this stuff is taking place. And then, you know, you're, you're involving yourself in all these virtual worlds and games and, and, and whatever you're doing and virtual meetings, virtual commerce, virtual whatnot. Uh, there's going to be so much going on. It's not going to be going on in Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. It's not. I mean, they don't have the, the transactional capability 
they don't have the 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 transaction fees are outrageous. They don't have the bandwidth, and you know who's going to have Bitcoin to play with? Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'll hold it. Then you know, a million, I'll sell my Bitcoin. Okay, what do you have? Well, I got Hive, I got CTP, I got this, I got that. Right. Well, I'll use that. I'll use Bcash. I'll use this. So, you know, use the blank token. I'll use Cub token. I'll use whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really where we're heading. And, you know, I think people who are listening to this podcast understand the digital revolution that's taking place. This thing is huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is bigger. If you don't understand what's going on here, you're missing where our world's going. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if you're trying to develop businesses and ideas and, and careers and schooling and investing, and you're not looking at things from this perspective, I think you're making a major mistake because, you know, there are so many industries that right now are in existence that A, will either not be in existence in 10 years or B, will not look like they do today if they're mm-hmm. still around. Construction, yeah. healthcare, education being prime examples. And it was similar to when you started to watch the internet, except, and it did that. Think about this. I mean, the record industry is different. The the newspaper and, and the information industry is different. Yeah. Um, video industry is different. So there's a lot of industries that were very quickly changed within 10 years yep. that were totally usurped by the internet. Well, now we're getting... Against what? technology. Anytime you bet against technology, you lose. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I agree with that. It's, mm-hmm. um, so... This, what we're seeing now, I think is what you're, what you went through in the early 00s, early 2000, early knots. What the hell do they call that? Early 2000s. We call it 00s. It's like the Uh, ish, what we're talking about. I've heard people saying the knots. The knots. Well, but then they use X, Y, Z. So anyway, um, now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, what, what you went through then in, you know, the early days of internet and e-commerce and e-commerce opportunities, I think this is a, the same thing, but a hundred times more impactful, maybe even yep. thousands of times more impactful. Completely. I mean, think of the opportunities for, I, I don't know if affiliate marketing will be the right word, mm-hmm. but think of the opportunities in what you've been doing. If we're all walking around with VR, let's say contact lenses in, because that seems that something I've been, I, I've ignored, but I've, I've suddenly started taking a more interesting look as the development's gotten play, taken place. And it's looking like that may be viable. Mm-hmm. So now we're, we're, let's say everybody's walking around with these VR, AR contact lenses, and they're going through all these different worlds that are a combination of physical and digital, virtual, mixed, all this stuff. Think of the affiliate, if we can call it that term, the opportunities in in that world. And what are you limited to? Because anybody can spin up a new world. Pop-ups have a whole new meaning. Well, think of it this way. Think of what happens when you get this world. And let's say you're a company that owns the billboards by on the side of the highway. Mm You know, these billboards that, you know, they've even digitized some of them where they just have, you know, the the ads are on a flat screen and they can rotate them. 
But think of it when it's just this virtual world and you could have, you're driving down, well, you won't be driving, your car will be driving down the road and then all of a sudden there'll be a virtual hologram or a billboard advertising a motel or a restaurant or, you know, whatever it's advertising, you know, or you're going through the supermarket and, you know, like I said before, all of a sudden there's an ad with a uh, 10% off this brand of ketchup because your virtual assistant knows you need ketchup. So it already talked to the store and said, we need ketchup. What are the best deals on ketchup? I mean, you know, this is the type of stuff that I think about. And it's like going back to your original question. Well, this cryptocurrency and and this stuff is going to be nothing. What are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. yeah. I I mean, come on. People out there that are saying it, though. That's the thing. So, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's just a lot of people still question like quantum computing and 3D uh, uh, printing and, you know, virtual reality. And, you know, okay, I mean, th- this stuff is not out in full force yet, but that's where your opportunities are. Right. That's where you want to build your business. That's where you want to get your skill set. I mean, if there's anybody listening to this who is going to school, you know, and pe- people ask me all the time, they say, if I was going to, sit down with somebody 18 years old and tell them what are you going to school for what what would you suggest and there's only one thing and people say coding well it has to be a specific type of coding because a lot of coding is going to end up being done by ai but you know what i would suggest cybersecurity mm-hmm. because that's always going to be a big thing because when our cars are connected our toasters are connected our refrigerators are connected our contact lenses are connected our brains are connected our teeth are connected yeah. you know Cybersecurity is going to be even more and more important. And so that's something to go into. But, you know, it's like, again, if you think you're going to have a job selling cars in the future, you're probably going to be missing the boat. If you think your truck driving job will be around forever, you're going to be missing the boat. If you think working at a bank in a branch is going to like set you up for the next 15 years, it ain't going to be there. Um, You know, it, it's, things are just changing that quickly. And with cryptocurrency, I see this as a baseline opportunity. And an opportunity for abundance, because Mm -hmm. all of this stuff that I mentioned can go to near infinity. Think about that. I mean, it's your digital. It's what are you limited by? How many people can listen to our podcast? Um, You know, well, if you post it on Apple, I guess you're technically limited by the number of Apple people, which is how many people like five or 600 million. Yeah. Limited. Yeah. Right. You know, you you get on a radio station. How many people are in range of that radio station? How many people can listen to you? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in New York city, maybe 10 million. Yeah. And here on a podcast, you now, you know, most of us aren't going to get 500 million listeners, but you know, that's how many Apple accounts are in operation. So a potential market. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like with music. No, well, you know, load how much music can be downloaded. Yeah. How much bandwidth is there? I mean, that's ultimately, you know, we could go and download as much music as we want and pay Apple 99 cents a pop and download as much as we want. Yeah. Dude, I, but it still blows my mind that people will say, "No, nah, we don't. We're not sure about this yet." 
I mean, there, there were people, I mean, you, you remember the day and age when people said, I'm not going to put my credit card on the internet. I'm not going to let Amazon hold my credit card. No freaking way. Dude, I would ever I trust started, it was literally, there was, there was a couple of options. This is before PayPal. There was this thing called e-gold where you literally had to digitize your gold and send it to someone, which was archaic and just insane. But it was literally what's your mailing address? I'm going to write you a check and send it to you in the mail. Like that yeah. was what one of the first things I ever got involved with, with online business was like 99 mm. ish around then. And that's what it what the, there was no PayPal wasn't around. They, you know, there was, there was this thing called e-gold, which was the, the most odd, like you thought crypto was unfriendly to use. Like e-gold was just awful. Um, yeah. But that's what it was. And then it became, so don't don't bet against technology. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're not doing. not not in this day and age. Technology's run the show. Yes, you can question which technologies are going to do it, and certainly which companies within certain tech arenas are going to do it. Yeah. Uh, that's fair game. That's speculation. That you know, but uh, in terms of the general genre, don't bet against it oh. because um, there's no way that this is going to lose. I mean, yep. it's just uh, 15 years from now, our total world can be completely different. And, and that blows people's minds because it's like, well, 15 years ago, we're not really that much different than 2005. Yeah, the Internet's come a ways. Yeah, we got mobile. So the iPhone, the smartphone, that really helped. But what else has really changed? Streaming is nice, but you're still watching a movie on a flat screen. You know, you just change how it's delivered, which is true. So right. there wasn't a lot that's changed, but look at what we're starting to embark upon, just even within crypto and the ideas and the ideas of layering, stacking, the ideas of abundance and accumulation, the ideas of, you know, I mean, Leo finance, you had the Leo token, which was scarce, and then they created an art token and they're going to be creating an art token for blanket. All of a sudden you could be earning these three different tokens. Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of. Think of what you would have had to do that with your affiliate marketing to set up three different streams of income coming in. But it was affiliate only marketing. One, the one income. It was only USD. Well, like, it was only USD, but even yeah. still, you 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 work your ass off to get one going, and then right. you know you say, okay, I got to get a second one going. Right, right, How yeah. long would it take you to get your second one, on, then your third one? Yeah, it it would, and that was the problem a lot of times in affiliate marketing specifically. People tried to set those up really quickly, but it took years to develop yeah. one. and then to develop two took another couple of six months let's say so yeah no totally and now it's like oh i'll just dump into some hive engine tokens and start getting paid on these dividends every single day yeah and, and you know cine <laughs> so. came out and if you if you got your airdrop of cine or if you mm -hmm. bought some cine or if you just posted on cine five days later you you got some cine coming in yeah. And it's like, okay, and so now if you curate or you keep posting or whatever, you got more cine coming in, and that's in addition to whatever else you had out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just like, I mean, this is just that this is just the craziness of it all. So, yeah. uh, you know, will all of this stuff have value? No, I'll never make that claim. Right. Um, but could CTP 10 or 20 or 100x? its number of users. Oh yeah. I would think so. I mean, I don't know if what you, what numbers you've run, how many people 
have used it, but obviously you're looking to go on a growth curve, mm -hmm. just like with this podcast. I don't know how many people are actually paying attention to us, um, but hopefully over time, the numbers go up. 53 uh, listens is what we had last week. For, for something that's, we've had two-ish up there, that's not bad. Not bad. 53. Dude, and that's that's what I'm seeing, and that's what I'm hoping that this this uh, this this grows because there's a mark. There's no now, one else doing it on Hive. So how many of them are you going back in? And it's all unique. Uh, I I actually have the stats on Anchor, and it's 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 unique. It's about eighty nine or eighty seven percent unique, I think. So it's uh, it's pretty much, you know, everybody. Hey, to those fifty three people, thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> you're tried and true you're blue yeah. bloods yeah 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 you guys are you guys are at the start of this so if we get to like episode 500 well that would take five years to no that would take 10 years to get to for doing one a week yes math major is it or no I don't, yes yeah 10 ish it'll be 10 ish years because 52 weeks in a year uh most places yeah okay that's my cue <laughs> to gracefully bow out um dude always a pleasure man um love was this doing a good, was this a good show everybody yeah. quickly did are, thumbs up come on get involved are you awake oh yeah yeah they're here they're here we're still got we still got people everywhere still got people on vim still people on facebook uh periscope has gone down because i think uh everybody was talking to nathan so nathan kind of had some questions uh we lose we, we lose viewers we lose, to nathan we will lose yes sheila said yes she's listening awesome um thank you guys for coming um be sure to subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast spotify anywhere you listen to your podcast smash up that uh subscribe button i always wanted to say that and uh thank you sir for yeah wherever it is it's somewhere in the netherverse somewhere anyways um thank you guys for coming Taskmaster. thank you sir appreciate it I'm going to go and get there's the sun is actually out now. So I can actually enjoy the sun here in the tundra. Hey man, get, get in that speedo and get out there. I'm going speedo jumping guys. That will not be recorded. Hey, Hey, do you, you people up, uh, you can be part of the polar bear cub club. Do you guys do that up there where you like cut yeah, holes in, in the ice the, and you, yeah. you yeah. jump in the yeah. ocean in like January. Yeah. 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 They do that. I don't know about here, but I know they do it in Canada because we're insane. So anyways, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm I, I I'm one of the Canadians that doesn't like the cold. I would actually like to be sweating and I don't blame you. I hate it. Can't stand it. But we have no options here. So anyways, what can you do? Yep. Anyways. All right. Later guys. Bye all. Toodles. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week. 